Eagle looking great. Here we go. We're live. We're totally live. We're looking like we're supposed to. I didn't click the wrong button. Uh, I didn't show screens I wasn't supposed to show yet. That would be ridiculous. Christopher. Yes. There you are. Welcome back, everybody, to the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast and our third annual J. Cho July. Bim, 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 bim. I was, I, you know, I, I meant to ask you to make that noise whenever I announced what we were doing, and I forgot to, right. but we're so in sync. We're so in sync. I know what to do. I'm a, yeah. I'm a semi-professional podcaster. Uh, we're, we're definitely amateurs. Um, uh, What's the difference but, but between amateur and semi-professional? I mean, technically, we have been paid I think, for this. I think semi, we have not made any money. Um, uh, just because you haven't made any money doesn't mean you haven't gotten paid. Uh, I think I think semi so amateur is what we're doing. No, that's not even what we're doing. We're hobbyists. So there's <laughs> hobbyists. Well, you're just doing it. Amateur means hey, you're really trying. You're putting in the effort, but you're not making any money. Semi pro means hey, you're making some money off of this. You're a semi professional, and professional means that you can make a, like you make enough money off of it. That you do it full time, or and maybe yeah. I mean, a lot of podcasts are like mixed I mean, with other things. Like a lot of comedians have podcasts. A lot of people, like YouTubers, have podcasts on the side. You know, so I, I, I would consider them professional podcasters, kind of secondary to professional. I don't want to turn this know. into a pedantic argument, but a it's lot already, of a lot of professional restaurants close because they don't make any money. So that's true. <laughs> uh, I still just I don't think we're we're not there yet. Fair enough. We don't know. Uh, how's how's this? Um, sponsors aren't reaching out. Well, not the sponsors that we want. <laughs> Have we ever had a sponsor reach out? Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened. You know, just I don't think that's ever happened. Um, I mean, it could have, and I just don't remember. But you know, I just I'm just saying, uh, like, I don't know how how far you're willing to like how low you're willing to go to sell your soul. Oh, not. I mean, it, but, but, I'm willing to go very low to sell I mean, my soul. But, but if, when I have to bring you along with me, but if barely any effort. But if like if 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 Donald Trump was like, I'll give you a million dollars to promote me on your podcast. I'd be like, you know, Donnie, no, I need to see the money first. <laughs> yeah, I would say he can if he pays me up front. Yeah, I will let everyone know how he paid me to talk about him. <laughs> that's uh, that's how it is. Like I don't. I'm trying to think about where my morals are real quick. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I guess if I got it up front, I mean, like, so there's a lot of people, not a lot of people, but I think I think most people, a million dollars is a game changer, right? Like, that's, I don't, I will never talk to you again. Me? Yeah. We're oh. done. We're done. Oh, okay. Like, I, I give you a little bit of cash for the kid, you know? Like, I'll open up, like, a college fund for a little, oh, uh, like, do for we, little Anthony do we Mayer. each get a million dollars or we're splitting a million dollars? Oh, no, I'm saying if I got a million dollars. Oh. oh I, not you, in this in this scenario. Uh, you, can keep, get, you, can, you can keep your money. You yeah. Your money. No, 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 no. I'll throw like, I'll throw like 20 grand down for Anthony no, Mayer. No. And then I'll No, I don't, I don't I'll want leave. your cash. Yeah. I think I might have just dropped your last name on stream for the That's first okay. time. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. Uh, no reaction, huh? No reaction. Nope. <laughs> I mean, so I, I usually laugh when I, uh, the jokes are funny. So. It wasn't a joke. I was just... I'm just oh, it wasn't? I, no. <laughs> oh, if no, I just keep calling your unborn child, Anthony, it'll eventually happen. Oh, um, maybe. I'll call him AM. No? Okay. All right. So that's it. That's the podcast, guys. <laughs> Apparently, we've dried the <laughs> up. Uh, so real quick, if you have not joined us for a Cho July before... If you are new, if you if you're not new to the podcast, but you're new to J Cho July, uh, typically our podcast is PG thirteen. 
we we keep it we try to keep it pretty pretty clean um you know sometimes the content of what we're reviewing makes it a little higher rating if you will if we had ratings uh but jto july is not that way because normally we're only allowed to say fuck once but now we can say fuck as many times as we want this is nfsp or nsfp nsfp not safe for pot not safe for pot no this this is the only pot what are you doing right now shaking I knew you were shaking. I was trying to figure out what you were shaking. <laughs> a tea. Uh, if you are joining us just be- just because of the great Jatro, uh, or just uh, just because of the FP in general, uh, we typically review straight to stream or straight to DVD, independent B movie, whatever you want to call them, science fiction or or uh, science fiction adjacent media. Um, and normally we only watch, we only review things we've never watched before. We're always looking for something new. But every July we like to treat ourselves and watch a little JTRO, uh, which some of it's been new, but a lot of it's been a repeat. A lot of it's stuff we've seen before. Uh, this is actually a new movie. Uh, so I saw this last year uh, during FP Fest 2022, but it released to the masses just earlier this year, I think March, uh, sometime in spring. Uh, it is avail- It as well as the rest of the FP saga is available on Tubi. Uh, you can purchase them on Amazon, iTunes, uh, wherever else, I'm sure wherever else you buy digital media. It's not available on Vimeo next to his, uh, with, with the rest of his work. I'm sure it'll be there eventually. Um, so if you're used to getting it there, it's not quite there. All, all that to say, you have no excuse. No excuse not to watch this film. You saw this for the first time last week, yeah? Yes, I did. Last Friday, in fact. No, this week. Know. Tuesday. Was it this week? Monday. Tuesday? Monday? Monday? <laughs> it was this week. It was Monday. It was July 3rd. <laughs> yes, you came over. Why'd you, you confuse me? I don't know. Quote, we can watch it Monday night because we're not doing anything for the 4th, and then uh, that way we can recover. Hmm. And then you came over, didn't drink at all, yeah. and then left. I did. Well, I thought we were going to be watching this and Corona House and then... Oh, correct. So next, yeah. <laughs> the next thing we're watching for, for J. Tro July is Corona House. Unfortunately, Corona House is three hours long. Mm-hmm. So we opted not to watch it at that point. But uh, did you want to get together and watch it? Or did you want to spread it out? Uh, send, me the, um, send me the link where I can buy it. Uh, yeah, yeah, can do. Yeah. Um, I will do that. We can watch um, it together. <laughs> together we, we separately? Can do a, we, we can do a like, watch party. We could do a watch party. Yeah, that could yeah. be fun. Yeah, maybe we'll get that together. I'll I'll, I'll Discord you. Maybe that'll I'll be the stream. Is just us reacting to Corona House. I'm down for that. Actually, <laughs> do you think he'd be mad if it just happens to show up on Twitch? Uh, we're not. We're not gonna. I'll just ask it. Oh well, I don't know. You slide into his DMs and find out. Yeah, I I'm not gonna. We I guess you want to if you want to ask somebody. Hey, can we show your copyrighted material <laughs> on the internet? Maybe, man. Maybe. Uh, no, I'm just saying. If, if he says, is it says on no. his YouTube? Is it on his YouTube? Uh, I didn't see it when I checked the other day. Oh, you checked? Okay. okay. Yeah. Corona. Yeah. I'm just going to look up Jason Trost. Well, the, the other question is, since that's such a long show, because it's a show, do we want to make it one episode or multiple episodes? Of uh, he had season one is on oh. YouTube. It's on his YouTube. So go to J- look up Jason Trost on the YouTube. You know, I'm going to post a link. I'm going to post this in the uh, the chat here. Uh, and there you go. There's some trailers for some wonderful things, uh, some behind-the-scenes footage, or behind-the-beats. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, all of Corona House there on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. perfect. 
Perfect. Yeah. We'll we'll figure it out. But we will be back for another live stream. We'll be, we will be watching. Seeking fame and fortune. Aging, <laughs> aging reality television star, The Lobo, journeys down under, only to find himself forced into quarantine for 14 days during the coronavirus pandemic. Is it just him by himself? No, I think uh, Brew Muller is in it. Oh, okay. I think the first episode is called Where's Toby, which is fantastic. Because <laughs> that's the first question I asked when it popped up. And I was like, where's Toby? Where? The greatest character in the history of movies. Of course it's fake. Do you guys not see the cameras? <laughs> you see the fucking camera right Is that like breaking the sixth wall, right? Is that what I that is? I have no <laughs> idea. I have no idea. It's fantastic. Uh it is fantastic. We'll just uh, we'll post whatever we're going to be doing on the Discord. So check the Discord for future JTRO July deets. Uh, we'll also, of course, post it on Twitter. Um, and it'll just show up in your feed if you don't care. And just listen uh, week to week. All right. Do you want to get to it? Or do you want to talk about breastfeeding? Well, I was going to ask. I was going to tell you about Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. You saw Indiana Jones. I, did, I saw it last night. Um, on a scale of one to recommend, I would say recommend. Um, I had a lot of fun. Uh, there's some references to the other movies. Um, I think um, th- there's a certain subset of people on the internet who complain about bringing in new characters yeah. to the Indiana Jones movies. To that I say, yeah. um, all of the characters are new characters at some point. You know, whether they make a return for another movie, I don't know. I don't. I think I think Mr. Ford has said that this is going to be his last time being Indiana Jones. I have no idea. I think he said that the last time that he wasn't going to be Indiana Jones again. But <laughs> I mean, you know, when you get that when you get that check with the with the eight digits on it, you really stop. You know, you right? Know, hey, maybe well, I'll I think yeah. I think that the last one, the Crystal Skull, was meant to like pass on to the, the boof. Right, like that was the ideas that it was gonna. They were going to like pass on the what do you the bull whip as it were to a new character, new person. Do they mm-hmm. kind of do that in this one? Do you uh, think we'll get a movie with one of these other characters? There's someone who's going to continue on the legacy of Doctor Jones. I don't know. I don't mm. think so. But that's okay. That's good. Yeah. So you it's know. just different. Like the last one, I felt like they were trying to pass the baton, as it were. And this one, it's more of a finality. Hey, here's the end of the story. I just every time I see Harrison Ford, I just think of that that guy is the same age as my grandfather, <laughs> and I cannot imagine my grandfather doing any of that. Yeah, uh, not there's even some, close. There, there's some awkward running scenes. That's about it. <laughs> I mean, that's the only. I did hear some criticism about uh, like they de-age him really well for the most part, but then like they don't de-age his voice. Yes. And that it was a little awkward. Is yeah. that accurate? Uh, it is accurate. It didn't really necessarily bother me. Like, because how are you going to remove the, how are you going to remove, how are you going to degruff somebody? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I assume, well, because like, so I learned recently because I posted about it in our, in our, in our discord that, uh, a lot of times when they have to do audio replacement for like television and movies, they bring in a different actor. They'll bring in voice actors to mm-hmm. mimic the real actors yeah. because you know, whatever the, the audio just wasn't good on set for any, so for some reason. So I assume they could just do that. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe that's some weird contract thing. And Harrison Ford is like, hell no. I, you know, it could, there's a million reasons not to do it. Uh, and one reason to do it. And that is so you don't sound 80 when you're supposed to be 30. Yeah. I, I, don't I know. got nothing. So you think it was worth seeing in the theater? Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of fun. It was big. I, um, I remember when we, I remember when we left Kingdom of the, were you there when we watched 
King of the Crystal Skull? I don't think I lived in this city. Okay. I just remember walking out of the theater, listening to people that I went to see it with complain about a very particular scene with Shia LaBeouf and some monkeys. Oh, yeah. Brain Dead definitely definitely complained about that. And their argument was, well, that's just not realistic. And I was like, so there was was a part with aliens. Mm -hmm. Like, aliens showed up in the movie. And the part that you're worried about... Is you know is a guy swinging on some vines of the monkeys? Like I saw his heart get almost pulled out of his chest in Temple of Doom. Temple, yeah, that, but Temple of Doom and, is kind of you know. Whatever. And the part that we're worried about is Shia LaBeouf swinging on some vines with some monkeys. It's yeah. just I think I think people really need to. I don't want to say suspend their disbelief, but I think people need to let go of that weird, unrealistic expectation. Is there aren't going to be fantastical elements? Because Homeboy should have died a thousand times already. <laughs> yeah. You know what quite I mean? Quite a bit, yeah. Like, he, he drank, yeah. or um, he he gave his dad water from the Fountain of Youth mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. cup of, you know, mm-hmm. the Last Supper or whatever. The Holy Grail, right? Yeah. And we're mad about a dude swinging with some vines. Like, well, I don't know. the thing I you don't know. understand is that the Holy Grail is real. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. Like, and, and I'm saying this as kind of a joke, but this particular person would probably say like, oh, but those are real holy relics. <laughs> uh, so we holy vines. You never know. The holy vines. Uh, just a different type of holy. Uh, we had a question uh, come through in the chat from Science Fiction Remnant. Hello, Science Fiction Remnant. Hope everything's going well. Asking if we're on threads yet. Uh, I'm not even on Instagram. <laughs> so I don't, I, like I, tr- I literally, I was like, I'm going to join threads and check it out. And it was like, sign in with your Instagram account. And I said, nah. So will we be on threads? Yes. Are we there yet? No. We'll, uh, we'll post it uh, whenever we days. get there, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Twitter is being divided up. Like every, it's just like no one thing I think is killing Twitter. I think it's just a, a slow death. I know what's killing uh, Twitter. Well, I mean, I know what is killing Twitter. It's a I'm not singular gonna, person. I'm not going to say their name, but their initials rhyme with Elon Musk. I don't think you know how rhyming works, for one. That's the joke. For two, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, but no, so we're not on threads. Uh, I think we're on the wait list for Blue Sky. We're kind of on Instagram, but we don't post there at all because we're bad at this. And, uh, you know, we'll probably get back. We'll probably do something with all the socials. I mean, all it is is just announcing when we have new episodes. Um, so if you are on those socials and we're not, just post about us. Share an episode. Yeah. Same yeah, difference. Robert. Yeah. Do our job for us, Robert. Yeah, science fiction remnant. Uh, I'm, where's my free exposure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give it to me. Give it together. Get it all together. Do it. And then give it to me. Actually, he does. He, he Sometimes Robert posts about our new episodes before we do. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. Uh, yeah. So thank you, Robert. We appreciate it. Um, you're, we're not going to pay you. Um, I'll give you a hug <laughs> if I ever see you. Yeah, yeah. If it if it ever happens, if it ever happens, oh man. Okay, do you want to tell the people what we love your show too, Robert? Do you want to tell the people what we watched? FP forevs. FP forevs. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I uh, uh, I love this poster. Uh, let's see. Um, there is not a page for FP four on what on Wikipedia. No, I don't think on Wikipedia. No, so I can't really. Um, do that thing, but I can blurb them. Yeah, let's. Uh, we we got the. Let's uh, pull up the IMDb blurb. A legendary family of rhythm game warriors must battle their way deep into the future to save what remains of a booze fueled humanity from a horrific calamity 
that threatens to turn them all stone cold sober forevs. Forevs. Yes. One of the like I love these movies so much. They're so ridiculous. I think like the last one, uh, FP3, Escape from Baco, uh, jumped several sharks in the, the traditional story. Like they time travel right away. There's a weird loop. Uh, I gotta say, I don't even call them sharks. They're just like, they're just going for it, right? Um, I think jump. jumping the shark is when you go for it and it doesn't work out. This is jumping the dolphin. They jump uh, the dolphins. They swam with them. I think jumping the shark literally just means that he just passes into ridiculous, mm. which I think, I think jump, they did that in the first movie. They jump the duck. They jump the That's duck. That's probably the more appropriate term. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, let's let's get some facts out of the way before we, we get too far into this. So this is sitting at a 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb. If we click on that rating, uh, we can see the breakdown here. Look at all those tens. Heck yeah. 46.2% of the audience understood what was happening, and 11.5% of the audience needs to realign their life. What's the what's up with that? No one gave it a five. No one gave it a five. <laughs> Love it or hate it, baby. Yeah. I, I yeah. can't I can't waste my, my vote on that, but so I'm not gonna do it. I won't be that person. <laughs> just to what to give it a five, just to like yeah, just, just to balance so it that out. there's one there. Yeah, yeah. Just to balance it out. Uh, do we have it over on Rotten Tomatoes? One review, less <laughs> fewer than fifty audience ratings. Uh look at that picture of Jason Trost. Mm-hmm. Look at it. Fantastic. Uh, Click on that one review from the tomato meter. What do we got? Fresh. While most would have probably given up, Tross surprisingly has found a new footing with his series going bigger and weirder than ever, while also somehow imbuing it with a heart. Very, all right. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, And then what's our, what's our last one here? Metacritic? Nothing. (laughs) It's not on Metacritic. Is it on Letterboxd? We're searching. Oh, look, an uh, advertisement for a new Mission Impossible. Mm. Did you know they were making like two of those? Yeah. Possibly more. All right. What's that rating? Or does it not have enough votes? How many votes does it have? I can't read it. That's too small. Can we zoom in? Look, not enough love on Letterboxd, it looks like. Yeah. It looks like it's mostly up, like a four and a half. Most of the ratings, yeah, seven at three and a half, six at four. So looking at just under four, whatever. As, which is what uh, seven to eight, I guess, if we're if we're comparing it to like a real ten point scale. I, I think that's my only complaint about Letterboxd is I like that it's doing its own thing. I like the layout, but I really, really, really wish it would just do a ten point scale so I can more <laughs> easily compare it to the other websites instead of having to do all this crap. Anyways, I got my quattro ready. Uh, so I've seen this movie. I've I've said good things about it before. Why don't you take the floor? How did you like this as a standalone? How did you feel about it? You know, in the, the FP saga and possibly a conclusion thereof. Go for it. I had a lot of fun. Um, I think this movie makes a lot of interesting choices. I think some of them are positive. Some of them aren't positive. But I think that's any movie. So not too worried about that. I think as a whole. Um, what this film does really well is what Jason Trost has always seemed to do really well, which is tell a story, even if that story is nonsensical. While we were like, while we were at your house, I discussed my preference for the original movie only because like, it's weird to say that (laughs) a post-apocalyptic world in which people, you know, beat, beat revolution, to the death. Well, to, to resolve conflict, right? Mm-hmm. Between the the various warring factions. 
Um, it's hard to say that that's grounded in reality, uh, but I think maybe it's the more grounded of the series. The very first one? Yes. And yeah. uh, like I think the, the expanded FPCU, while I can appreciate the direction it's taken, I don't necessarily... Like it's not that the fantastical elements aren't fun, right? Like, sure. Um, it's almost like I think my main like if, if the word issue were concern could be even the appropriate phrase would just be like how the joke is almost the joke itself. Like all like all the ducks, right? Like an offhand comment made by RCDC. Um, Art- I'm, I'm sorry, KCDC. At wow. The beginning. Fake uh, fan. Fake no, I was, fan. I was trying to, I was going to say Art Sue and then I changed mid. Uh, um, gotcha. Uh, by KCDC at the, be- at the kind of middle point of the first movie, it's like, well, now the, the reason why we have ducks on Earth is because an ancient, spoilers in 321, an ancient <laughs> race of duck humanoids, anthropomorphic yeah. ducklings actually came to earth and we and apparently they're the descendants i don't know yeah, uh we're the like, descendants like the lore is kind of muddy at this point so or at least maybe i'm just not smart enough to understand it um which is fine you know i'm smart enough to know that i'm an idiot um the that's cool like the how beat beat revolution you know like instead of having like all-out gang warfare you settle it on the pads right how that like yeah. we take that but now there's like symbolism like the quad force, right? Is the beat pad. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I can appreciate that. Like it's, it's almost too much, but like, I like there's a lot of charm and it doesn't really wear out. It's welcome. Um, I think maybe if you're not necessarily familiar with the other movies, if you see this on uh, uh, like standalone, uh, of course you'd be like, what the hell is going on? None of this makes any sense. But like, if you're a fan of the original or not the original, but if you're a fan of the previous three films. Oh yeah. Like there's a lot of fun, like, you know, like when the <laughs> Sean Wayland shows up again, um, you know, and he's just, he, he's got, like, he's got a really weird performance. And if you haven't seen the other movies, you're like, why the what hell is, is this guy acting the way he's acting? Um, Did his water just break? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, your yeah, dad or yeah. whatever the hell that is. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. So I don't think you can watch this movie. At the very least, FP3 and 4 are a bit of a duology. I think the original intent was to have like 2, 3, and 4 be like the thrilogy, he's called it before. Um, 3 and 4 were funded at the same time. They were filmed at the same time. And and then, of course, due to the pandemic, we've talked about this ad nauseum with the last one. Uh, He ended up having to film a lot of it in green screen because he couldn't, he was in Australia, couldn't leave. You're under lockdown. He has to get this movie done. You know, that's his livelihood or whatever. Um, so they, they definitely have a different feel, I think because of that. And with the, with the green screen able to go a lot more sci-fi, a lot more fantasy with it Mm -hmm. in a way that would not have been possible before. Um, so they definitely feel, it definitely feels like the, the first one is its thing. The second one is its thing. And then three and four are, are tied together. Yeah. I mean, it's literally like a cliffhanger, more or less a cliffhanger ending in the third one. The fourth one starts with a rehash, like a, a voiceover narrating what's happened thus far. So it's definitely not as it's the least standalone friendly of the movies. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think they get less and less, like they get less and less standalone, uh, as they go for sure. I, um, I understand what you mean by grounded because the, the 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 world of the first FP is normal, yeah. More I mean, or he's less. like, he, and then like, you have like these few fantastical elements, 
right? Like it's it's like a it's like any sort of I'm going to compare it to to young adult fantasy here, uh, where everything's normal, but there's this, right? Or it's X Files where everything's normal, but there's aliens and government conspiracy, and it makes it it's a little bit different than the wastes and witches and magic and when eight sevening people through beat beat you know what i mean like the, yeah. it, it like there's escalating there's mysticism right you know what yeah. i mean like there's there's yeah. there are some i don't like magical i don't mean it may not be the right term but there's some there are some mystical elements you're like why does a knockoff ddr machine kill a person i mean right like yeah, we don't we don't true. know we all we yeah. know is you can get one eight seven yeah, and that's murder. You die on the. You could die on the pad. We you don't die, know why. You die on the pad. Yeah. You know, we don't know why. We don't know why. You know, BLT is able to to help Jatro transcend in, into the right beat to become the beater, the beat that master he, that he needs, that he needs to, to become. Be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, we don't know how Jatro can communicate with his ghost of a brother, Beatro. We don't know any of that. Yeah, and it's fine. It's well, we don't. He doesn't communicate with the ghosts in the first movie. Well, I mean, he has like a dream sequence, like kind of thing, doesn't he? Like he has. Uh -uh. You're thinking of the second one. No, 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 no. He uh, doesn't he like wake up. Because he has a, like he has a flashback in the first one, like he falls. Like oh, he gets, he gets knocked hit, out. He gets hit in the head, and it replays scenes from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, but you can't understand what anyone's saying. Yeah, that, I think that's well, just him. I, I, I think Beecho's lines hit. change. Doesn't he get like, well? Because he, he doesn't. Because he, he tries to talk. Yeah. Well, no, he gets hit. Yeah, with a I think a baseball bat. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah, it's, yeah. that's not quite the same as like communing with sure your, your dead sibling. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but um, and then the second one, you know, the sequel expanding on it, you know, it's it's cool. Like now we get the explanation. I st- like the weird. Uh, <laughs> I see the second movie twice, and I like I was talking to um, a couple of our uh, mutual acquaintances in a Discord server. One of them was saying that Final Fantasy sixteen is the like it's going to go off topic just a little bit, but sure. has the best storytelling he's ever experienced in a video game. And I haven't played this new Final Fantasy sixteen, so I'm not judging that person for saying it. But I asked them, you know, have you ever played Bioshock? You know, Fallout New Vegas, Mass Effect. Have you ever played these games with with actual storytelling? And their explanation as to why they think it's really good was interesting. And I was saying, well, for example, I've I've beaten Dark Souls one like three times. I've watched a couple hour lore videos on it when I've been bored at work and I still have no idea what's going on. <laughs> right. I, I have no idea yeah. what's, what's happening in the story. And that's the same thing with FB two. I've seen it twice and I'm still not a hundred percent sure what's I, going on. Whereas FP three, you know, yeah. as convoluted as the, 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 the complicated time travel mechanics are, because at, be- at the beginning of this movie, Jason says, you got to give me a break. This is my first time travel. Like I yeah. laughed. I was like, "No, it's not." And then I remembered that technically, yeah, technically. he doesn't time travel in FP three. Chitro does. Yes, you know what I mean. Like she travels back in time to, <laughs> to meet her parents. The duckborn. Yeah, uh, and so like as convoluted as that would be in the third and the fourth movie, those plots and stories actually made more sense to me than the second one. I I don't. I, yeah, I think so. you just need to watch FP two more. Um, <laughs> The third one actually has a fairly simple plot. Yeah. She, on her 18th birthday, she travels back through time and meets her parents, f- saves their marriage. Uh, simple enough. Excuse me. Shows them that they've never taught her how to beat off, but she becomes a beat master. And they defeat uh, AK-47 slash Atro and uh, robot LWE of the L Black Ds. 
like it's pretty straightforward. The only other plot point, I think, like they, they talk to the Deku tree of booze, and so they have you know booze from the earth instead of mining it because that's killing the earth, right? Mm-hmm. Which it all just kind of closes a loop. It's a fairly straightforward plot. It's crazy, and you have the beat nucks and all this other crap going on, and then the announcers and stuff uh, that are all crazy. But the plot itself is right. probably the simplest. Uh, out of the maybe not as simple as the I mean the first one is of a, 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 a satire it's it's a it's satire in a lot of ways but it's yeah. kind of parodying like your traditional Karate sports kid. movie Rocky yeah. what blood sport a little bit like that that type of thing and the second one but maybe even more in the second one with blood sport and all like I think the second one's like the best of the in a best. little bit yeah 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 exactly and I think the third one is its own thing right <laughs> he, he, he took he took fp right he, he yeah. took fp and he threw it on a wall and he and he just he released what stuck it's like this shit <laughs> sticks let's do it let's fucking do it he um yeah it, i feel like it's it's finally like his own thing um i say finally his own thing it's all been his own thing but i mean like it's complete like it, he's not the influences are there obviously but it's it's different and well, it's, it's gone from grounded weird mysticism into like yeah. almost high concept science fiction. Yeah. Well, he talks about it in the movie, like the character Jatro in the movie talks about when I was, when I was, you know, the first 18 years of my life, I didn't even know there was a post-apocalypse. I just lived Yeah. and things have been getting worse. Like he acknowledged, like in universe, they acknowledge it. Things are bad. And then what shit is coming and we'll make you undrunk. <laughs> the, the undrunk. You, you don't want to join the ranks of the stone cold sober. <laughs> Like, you know, you, in the future, you, you become humans have become so addicted to booze that we can't live without it. <laughs> Get that wet shit out of my face. <laughs> I'm just saying the primary ingredient in alcohol is water. I'm just yeah, saying. It is. I'm just saying. You, uh, not to get, I don't know who said this. Um, I saw it in a headline, a political headline. I don't know which politician said this. It does not matter. He said something about uh, the left or environmentalists or whoever or uh you know whatever they're calling that spectrum now uh are gonna they're in the they're trying to make us all uh drink plant-based beer like talk, oh maybe talk about veganisms or whatever and i'm just like you know i what <laughs> do, do you know how what any you, alcohol is made what are you drinking i'm so confused right now uh, i'm pretty well, sure all liquor is kind of plant-based if well I if understand all, it correctly alcohol, oh, alcohol i mean any yeah, alcohol. any alcohol is as far as i'm aware if you all, have, it's all fermented plants or vegetables. If or anyone foods. out there has, I mean, or you mine it from the earth, the quattro. Sure. Yeah. If anyone out there has meat-based alcohol, <laughs> send me a link. What send it, it to us. Sci-fiwiseguys well, at gmail.com. What was that? Did you I want to read um, about it. What was speaking, what? Speaking of baby ducks, did you ever, <laughs> did you ever watch, um, is it Let's Go to Jail with mm. Dax Shepard? I think that's Let's what Let's Go to called. Prison? Yeah, Let's Go to Prison. Um... And they make the the toilet wine. And they call it Baby Duck. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. I've saw that yeah. movie once on cable. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what do we do? Uh oh. Uh oh. Let's pull up. Uh, let's pull up the producer's uh, page here. Let's see. Let's see. Beer, wine, and cider are can be non-vegan due to the products used in the filtration process. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I wasn't like saying that alcohol can't be vegan. I was just saying that. As far as I'm aware, every alcohol is based off a fermented plant. Right. It starts with fermented plant. Yeah. 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 Okay. Many alcoholic beverages are naturally vegan. Yeah. Okay. 
Thanks for looking at. I, I, I don't know if that's your politician and you voted for him. Good for you. I'm not trying to get into it. I just thought it was a dumb thing that somebody said. Yeah. All that plant-based beer. Ugh. Speaking of beer, I I was I don't usually buy Tall Boys, but it's all they had. Mm. So instead of a six pack, I think it's the like of twelves. I'm getting a six pack of sixteens. We'll see what happens when we get to my part of the analysis. <laughs> I remember once having a discussion with someone and it reminded me of a, a joke I heard on some comedy bit. And it was like, I'm too old to drink 40s. But when you go to the store, get me two 22s. <laughs> and I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> that reminds me of, uh, we're way off topic. We'll get back on it in a minute. Hold on. Yeah. That reminds me of a YouTuber who did a parody cover or parody version of Kanye West's Power. Power Hour. Called Power Hour. Mm-hmm. And the dude sitting back there with the, the Edward Forty hands in the background. That mm-hmm. he makes a parody of the music video, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fan, I think he, I mean, fantastic. He also, I, I think it is the song itself is also Oh, sure, about sure. Power but Hour, I don't yeah. think he released this like he would, the point was the music video. Yeah. because uh, there's some YouTuber I can't remember the name of that I used to no, watch. I remember, I remember Power Hour. Yeah, Power Hour is fantastic. And anyone who doesn't know about Edward Forty hands. Uh, I mean, did you? Uh, I'm sorry. Are you talking about? Are you saying the game Power Hour is fantastic? Because that is a factually incorrect. Statement. No, no. The the music video Power <laughs> for Power Hour, the song. <laughs> Edward Forty Hands is when you take two forties, which is forty ounces of alcohol, and you duct tape them to somebody's hands, and they can't do anything until they've drank both of them. Well, no, no, they just can't remove them. They can't remove until them. They, they could try. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. they, let's be honest. They can't do anything. <laughs> Including op- like opening doors. Nope. Um, well, I mean, I guess if there's a lever, maybe they can do that. I don't know. Have you ever experienced Edward Forty Hands uh, firsthand? I've, I've played uh, Edward Forty Hands twice. I, I won both games. I don't know. How, how do you win? Do you just not die at the end of it? Is that how you win? Oh, you just drink all the alcohol. Well, right. But like, if you if you drink all the alcohol, do you immediately win? Or is the producer in our chat trying to m- mock me for the way I said lever? I don't know. You mispronounce words a lot. I just let it go. Well, I can't hear what they're saying, so yeah. uh, I'm just gonna. They, they anyone lever. anyone can't see this. I'm gonna show the screen here. Uh, I said the word lever, and they looked lever. up the word lever and clicked on how to pronounce it. Lever, lever, lever whatever. Lever, lever. I, I think I figured it's just one of those words where it's just like. I think it goes either way. It goes both ways, just like Chris's mom. That's right. So, uh, <laughs> FP Forevs <laughs> coming back around. Coming back around. Did you say that's right about your yeah? I just super yeah. religious. I just let it go. Uh, you just do your thing, man. It's kind of weird, but go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I got. I'm. You know, I know you got upset with me talking about your sisters so much. So I thought that that would make your mom fair game. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but sure. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, FP for Evs. I actually. I, I don't. I don't like picking favorites. I really like. I really, really liked FP Forevs. I liked it more than the the third one, um, which I didn't think was possible. The third one hit kind of a peak for me. Like I think that these movies, they all stand alone. Like they're all very different. I I was worried about watch uh, when I first watched FP Four uh, almost a year ago. Now I was really worried about it just being the same as FP Three. Like tone, uh, the cinematography. Uh, the the characters are all different. I think Chitro is the only character that's basically the same, the, and KCDC. But I have the main, like uh, the main characters. Um, we get 
like obviously uh, AK-47 is in a completely different place. You get WMD in his <laughs> red. He's got a lot of waste years on him, um, which is, I don't know if you looked him up, but Ryan Gibson, we'll talk about the actors later, but just a, a little bit here. Ryan Gibson, who plays WMD, played other characters in the FP movies. Like he plays several of the dancers at Beats of Rage in FP2. Mm-hmm. We talked about that, um, yeah. So he's yeah he's showing up quite a bit. Um He's in the fourth one? Who? I guess I didn't recognize him. He's WMD. Yeah. He's, I, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I don't recognize him. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't because you've never seen his face up to this point. Okay. He's been playing different characters. Mm. Like he, I think he played one of the announcers in FP3. He played dancers in FP2. And then he actually plays Junior Tro. Which is such a... Ah, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Or slash WMD in the, uh, in the fourth one. Uh, ma- massive spoilers I just gave. Yeah. I didn't give a warning. Uh, I gave, Chris I gave, gave a warning 15 I minutes ago. the warnings, ago. yeah, like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Mm. So it's all right. No, Get I think what, like the, the th- with him filming both movies back to back and then making the third movie in post-production, immediately going into making the fourth movie in post-production, the fact that they look different, they feel different, like the outfits are different, like, they, like the costuming, the acting, uh, like I said, the cinematography, all different. I was really worried about it feeling like FP3 Part 2, but it actually feels like its own movie. Now, the plot, as we've mentioned, is not going to make any sense to you if you haven't seen the third one, at the very least, and probably even less sense if you haven't seen it. Like, it make, it'll make more sense the more movies you've seen. Um, yeah, that's debatable. Uh, <laughs> it'll make more sense. At least you'll know who these characters are, right? Like, uh, no, I'm just no, yeah, I'm kidding. Um, I think that uh, my only real complaint about this movie is, and, it, and this might be because of the pandemic and how they had to film them, right? I know your number one complaint about the movie already because it's the same complaint you always. Uh, mention about JTRO movies, which is just you want them to have more budget so they can be better. My only complaint outside of that, because I would have loved, I would love to see higher budget and all of that, obviously, uh, but I don't think it detracts from the story. Uh, is KCDC? I think this is the this movie and the three and four both, um, but I've really felt it in this one more. In the first two films, JTRO and KCDC are more or less partners going through it. Like KCDC's pulling him along or he's pulling KCDC along and they're interacting. Well, and, and I, like I said, in the third and the fourth one, and especially this fourth one, KCDC, he's there. He's important. He's in, he's, he's speaking duck. <laughs> quick, 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 yeah. quick, Oh, that's good. I can't make that noise. That's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> about the chosen one, the duck born, who will save us all from the post, post, post-apocalypse. He's just not there in as many scenes. And I, I think like the dynamic between, and I'm talking about the characters, not the actors, Jaytro and, uh, and Chai T is great. It's just different between, than the, uh, the interaction between Jaytro and, and KCDC. And I, and I kind of understand it. Like the, the character's in a different place in his journey, right? He's well, no longer like, in. It, it was a lot like mentor and mentee. Yeah, the, in the, the first, first two movies, in the first one, and then the next one, it kind of switched. They're more friends and more equals. Yeah, and we never like in the next one. KCDC just <laughs> runs the reninj. He he like holds services for reninj, like religious yeah. services, and like is doing archaeology. Like he's important, and it, it makes sense for his character. It's just unfortunate that they grew apart. Like I think you were on record talking about KCDC being kind of the heart and soul of these movies. Um, he's mm-hmm. the he's the no, he's not the driving force, but he is kind of the glue that binds everything together. Well, it's less so in these movies. And I, I just, I guess, I just kind of noticed it this second time watching FP four more than any other time I've watched these movies. An easy metaphor 
or comparison. And, and it's not are an easy. Be, are you going to make a, a hip hop reference right now? No, that it's not just because they're both Asian American or of Asian descent. But he's the Mr. Miyagi of the first two movies. Like, yeah, okay. in Karate Kid One, Daniel San is his student. In Karate Kid yeah. Two, he's still his student, but he's you know he's older, he's more mature. You know, like even though yeah, it's right after prom or whatever. It's less teaching, more guidance at yeah. that point. Yeah, and then but the difference is when they keep making the Karate Kid movies, Mister like there's still a Mister Miyagi, right? Even if the actor changes, like for that one Hillary Swank movie. Um, Did the actor change? I saw that movie once as a kid. Was there a different Mr. Miyagi? Karate, no, no, no. And no Karate I, Kid or the second one or whatever? Mr. Miyagi stays the same. It's okay. all Pat Morita. Okay. Right, right. I know obviously they switched the, yeah. the kid yeah. in Karate Kid. Yeah. But a karate. <laughs> what kind of belt do you have? <laughs> oh, got it from Kmart, three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Um, no, it's just he's he, uh, he's Kmart. He's he's the, the center. You know, like everything orbits around KCDC. He was Beatro's, or he was Beatro's friend, right? right. Like he's, he's the, BLT's like, second in command. He's right, right. Yeah, Jaytro's mentor and friend and confidant, yeah. and, and, yeah. and that could be strictly a result of having like to film during the pandemic. Sure, you know, like he he lives in Australia with his lady, his special lady friend Tally his, Wickham, his wife. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, yeah. I mean, at the time, I didn't think they were buried. I oh, know. I don't. I don't know. Um. Stay away from my fucking special lady friend. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's just, it's, they're, they live together. It's their house. Yeah. Now they're the focus of the movie. So. Maybe, but yeah. Sorry, I I just cut you off. No, no, I was just saying like, it's hard to have that. It's hard to maintain that dynamic when they're an ocean apart. Not that you can't still film around it. Like, I'm not making excuses for it not happening. Because I think even in this movie. All the scenes with um, AK forty seven or Atro, mm-hmm. like I, there, I'm pretty sure there are very few scenes when they're actually together. Because when they are hanging out with the, what's it, the BMC minis, the 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 pine, yeah, 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 the pine mutants, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I don't think they're actually all at the same table. Oh, you don't think so? I didn't I think, notice that. Uh, well, they they film like a wide shot uh-huh. of them all, like the, like it's at the, it's like the Last Supper. Atro's yeah, in the yeah. center, yeah, um, as he should be. Chai is to his right, and Jatro is to his left, and they have that shot. And then every time that there's a conversation, it focuses on one of the three. And then later on, yeah, when he shows up to, or when um, Chai gets shot with the Nerf gun, whatever it was, <laughs> yeah, um, the beat the gun, beat, yeah, the beat gun. Like he's there, but we never see him actually physically interacting with any of them. Like he just, they just show his face, and then he's like, I think he's trying to tell a story. At the towards the end, it just focuses in on his face. He has the funniest line in the whole movie. Yeah. Well, you know, you can cut off all your hair, but <laughs> yeah. I I did notice that when Jaytro and Chai T are tied up and they're back to back, Chai T's lines do not match her lips. Mm. When, when it does match when they're when they're doing her face close up. It does not match when you're like when she, we're looking at her from Jaytro's point of view and she's like turned and or you can see her mouth moving. That is not what she was saying. Yeah. Um. I I didn't notice this the first time, but I really I felt like there was a lot of voiceover, which makes sense since you're filming in a green screen and whatnot. It's it's probably harder to get voice. I get a uh, especially since you're just painted the wall in your house green. It's probably harder to get a good sound environment. Sure. So yeah. I did notice that. I um, 
I mean, taking it back in universe, it makes sense for him who he's what uh, he's in his early forties or late thirties, like the character, I should say, because he has an 18 year old kid. So like doing some math, he's about 40. Um, It makes sense at that age, after you've been married for 20, almost 20 years, that you are on a journey with your wife. You're on a journey with your partner. Yeah. whoever that happens to be, and not with your friends. So it's a natural evolution that we all kind of go through, for better or for worse, depending on the situation and the partner, I suppose. Um, so, I mean, it also it makes sense that at this point he would be with his oh, yeah. significant other as opposed to his old gang buddy from back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that used to commit petty crimes with. And- yeah. I mean, there was some theft, bribery, uh, assault, uh, attempted, I, got, I would I call mean, it attempted murder. KCDC is the accessory to a murder. Oh, he's an accessory one. to a lot of things. Like, it, it, like, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying like in the, in the post-apocalyptic justice system, right? You don't, you yeah. don't have that, but in modern day society, yeah, yeah. if there was an underground beat, beat revolution fight club, <laughs> the announcer would get charged with accessory of murder. Like if oh, yeah. one person died or, I mean, or he facilitated, least, right? He's the DJ, yeah. he's the MC, premeditated whatever. manslaughter, whatever it's called. I don't know the difference between the two, but well, manslaughter is when you didn't mean to, you can't have premeditated manslaughter. Premeditated, no, I, think that, I think that's a crime. I think premeditated, premeditated manslaughter is murder. That's the difference <laughs> just, between murder and manslaughter. I, I well, I'm just saying, like, I think it's, like, the sentencing is different. But I'm pretty sure premeditated uh, manslaughter is No, we're, we're Google Googling it. it. The producer, could you Google premeditated manslaughter? But I, well, that's the saying. I don't think it would be premeditated murder because he didn't expect anyone to die. <laughs> that's that's manslaughter. That's literally, look, I want to, I guess we'll share the screen here. This it, it immediately pops up on Google as premeditated murder. There's murder, nothing. Murder. Click that third link down. What is the difference between murder and manslaughter? Crows. Shut up. <laughs> Just scroll through. You tell us. I can't read that. Um, yeah. It's too small. Look. <laughs> Maybe we don't need to show people section two. <laughs> How can I defend myself from murder? <laughs> wow, this site was not what I expected. How do I feel like I'm, in charge of their Are there knife? other defenses to help me? I'm going to go ahead and get off. We're going we're to hide that screen. Yeah, 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 we were yeah. not trying to show people how to get away with murder. That is yeah. not the point of the podcast. Um, no, I, I guess like it makes sense out of universe and in universe. It's just it's a little unfortunate. I would have loved more Art Sue. Uh, I think he's fantastic. I think the character of KCDC allows him to do ridiculous things and say stupid stuff and still help. And, and, and don't get me wrong, his scenes interpreting Duck are amazing. <laughs> amazing. Murder is defined as the deliberate killing of one human being by another. Okay. So. And, and manslaughter is? Unlawful, unintentional. I think yeah. KCDC... So maybe, so maybe voluntary? It's voluntary, not premeditated? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Well, that's killing with intent, but without premeditation. Well, I, I think he was, he was all up. Like, he was telling Beecher at the first movie, like, let's murder LWE. Like, we're going to kill him tonight. Yeah. No, he's, he's an accessory. He's an accessory either way. He's... What we're trying to say is that the leaders of the society that of the two thrives in, I, in the FP, yeah. they're all criminals. Yeah. They're all I mean they formal gangbangers. They're I mean they they exploit the earth mm-hmm. like like J Tro controls the flow of booze. Like I don't they, the word pimp isn't the right word. Um No, no, he's a kingpin. Yeah. Kingpin. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. a racketeer. Ooh, there it is. He's a racketeer. Yeah. No, I mean they, with they, the heart of gold. <laughs> sure. 
Yeah, sure. No, he just he just he just assaults and, and exiles the people that he doesn't like. Of course, is that not what you do in your household in your community? Yeah, not in, not I mean, in, both of us have complained yeah. enough about local government to talk to talk about running. I mean, not at their dad's garage. Um, Probably not. No, not L-W-E's in their house. Papa took a dirt nap. Um, what actually happens to LWE? I mean, like, was he always like I? It's not that he wasn't was he was always a robot that concerns me. It's just that he he gets turned into Skeletor essentially. So right, <laughs> I'll, I'll be able to address that in a moment. Uh, so Snow Angel and Chat just asked if they don't know who they are battling before they face off. Can it really be premeditated? They did know who they were battling before yeah. the face off. They did. They advertise Vitro yeah. versus LWE was on the posters on the wall. I will pay good money for those posters. <laughs> if you're listening, I will pay you tens, maybe even hundreds of dollars to get those posters. Dozens. I'll pay you dozens of dozens dollars. of dozens of like American dollars. Just to clarify, yeah. uh, and 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 he does tell him that Sugar is who he's going to be playing against. He's like Sugar's rolling in deep tonight, or whatever. Yeah, he's got to beat back. off against Sugar. Yeah, yeah. Which is, God, I love that movie so much. It's so good. It's so good. It was the only movie on Blu-ray I owned for a very long time. <laughs> I own all of them. On, well, all of them that are available on Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, you were asking about LWE. He's always been a robot, for one, because he's from a line of robots, right? His dad was LED, yeah. and his dad was LEC, right? So I think that his robot form came out because he went to prison and probably got the crap beat out of him a whole bunch. That was the—I assume it was the, the, the wet shit. Or maybe washed, it, oh, it washed it washed away uh, his no, he human. Has to be, because he's, you see him throwing up, you see him drinking a lot. He's getting wet, but maybe it did. Maybe mm. the wet shit did. Maybe the wet wash shit like it away. A, an acid rain. Oh, maybe it's no. It's just pure water, dude. Pure, it's one hundred percent hydro. Hydro. Like, it's H two O and it's it's H two O. Yeah, and it's uh, it's the purest form. If you if me or you were in the wet shit, we'd be like, this is I could drink this forever. This is amazing. Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. Like in the maybe in the post post apocalypse, right. We're so conditioned that we, when we can't drink water, this isn't like the post-apocalypse. It's, it's the post-post-apocalypse. It's it's toxic <laughs> to human skin. So if he's if he's an android, oh, and the android, if he's or if he's a cybernetic being disguised yeah. as a as a human, yeah, 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 like maybe it washes his his washes his shit away. I remember on Twitter, I was like, man, LWE looks like he's looking like Skeletor in that photo. And Jason Tross just replied with like the eyes emoji, like, yeah. <laughs> nothing like, i'd already okay. seen the trailer and i was like yeah dude he's a robot <laughs> I, mean, I didn't know i yeah, didn't know yeah, anything yeah. uh were you go and, were you good with or were you were you disappointed that he didn't show up um not necessarily i think uh, i've i've on record i think lee valmassey's portrayal of lwe is it really is right up there with like the greatest villains of all time like uh and, and yeah. it, that's not a that's not a sarcastic comment or that's not me you know um being hyperbolic yeah. like if you watch the fp and you like and if you really really focus on what lwe does he essentially ruins jtro's life like he kills his older brother mm-hmm. he steals his girl yeah and then he like he essentially becomes the the criminal overlord of the fp which is what jtro wanted to be yeah right and he like he's he's a foil at every turn literally and he still has one of the greatest lines in the history of cinema He's like, why don't you, <laughs> why don't we just go beat off right now? And he just turns and looks at him and says, politics, bitch. 
your your uh, LWE impersonation is, is really good. <laughs> I just it's, it's really good. Like yeah, you know, I, uh, I've talked about it before. The movie Twilight is oh not a God. great movie. Okay, but if you really go into it with an unbiased opinion and you don't you don't think about any of that other ridiculous stuff that comes along with the, the movie or the series or whatever, that sh- that that sh- movie has a lot of really funny, interesting. And kind of insightful dialogue. Like there's intentionally once... funny or is it unintentional humor? No, I mean, it's a little bit of both. Like yeah. there's a scene where um, Bella, like they're talking to Bella and she's, she's like, yeah, where are you from? And he's like, Arizona. And she's like, and another character's like, aren't the people in Arizona like really tan? And Bella's like super pale. And she's like, yeah, maybe that's why they kicked me out. And like she's telling a joke and everyone kind of does this weird, awkward laugh because they're trying to be friendly, friendly with her. But like, that's a funny joke. Like that's hysterical. Yeah, that's like, pretty funny, actually. Maybe the delivery's the problem. There's another scene where she he like she's confronting uh she's confronting Edward Cullen with him being a vampire, and he's like, What am I? Say it out loud. Like he like it's just <laughs> the whole scene is great. It's a great scene. I like I understand I why people I might not like the movie, but you know I have seen I saw the I saw Twilight, the the first one, Twilight, one time. And it's been over ten years, man. Are you saying? That as the sci-fi wise guys, we have nothing scheduled for the month of September. We're uh, gonna. Are you saying that we're watching every single Twilight movie? We, we can. You or maybe it, it, maybe October can be vampire movies. We can re, we can watch Twilight. We can watch the Anne Rice movies. If you watch if you watch Twilight and you watch all of them, you're not gonna enjoy the last one. I just I can guarantee it. Guarantee it. Cash money in hand. <laughs> I'm just saying. So if you want to disappoint yourself. I, I don't know why Fine. you think that this podcast isn't constant disappointment. <laughs> no, already. I, I, I mean, like, like if you, there's a bunch of like reaction videos to people watching Twilight and they, they watch the last movie and they get really upset. That's all I'm going to say. That's oh. all I'm going to say. Well, maybe like, I, I think we haven't really come up with an idea. I mean, we're really October. We're going to do Spocktober too. Spocktober. But we're going to run out of scary Star Trek, epi- scary Star Trek episodes. Um, why are you doing this? this I did. I was. I know. I was doing this. No, you had this. No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah I don't know, man. No, your one hand it... is even closed right now. They're both the exact same thing. No, they're not. <laughs> they're open. literally the exact open. same motion. Open. What? Open. open your fingers. Oh, well, just a second ago they were like okay. You were looking. At I thought you were this. talking about my thumbs. <laughs> I, I was, was like, a little bit. I was at first, but you said these were the exact same. Oh. And I'm like, no. I was, st- no, I was still looking at my thumbs. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was still. I was so focused on my thumbs. Cat. I, I laughed a lot during the last movie. Yeah, because it's hysterical. <laughs> oh, put that. On, put that. Let's do this. Yeah. Oh goodness. Yeah, oh, goodness. It, at the end of the Star Trek 2009, he's like, live long and prosper, and he does that. Does he do it like this? Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I don't remember that. That feels that feels wrong. That is... We'll talk about Star Trek later, um, and we'll figure out what we're doing for October and whether or not it involves Twilight or not in a future date. Um, do you have an idiot of the movie, for particularly for FP4? Um, I have a wise guy of the movie. I'm trying to think of like how I can say that the... That like the lack of umbrellas, right? Like if the like issue why is didn't it, they just move into a cave. Yeah, if the issue is that the wet stuff turns you s- stone cold sober. Well, it like, freezes. If you notice in the third one, they're literally stone. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. If, emphasis on the stone, stone yeah, yeah, cold yeah. sober. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. why don't they, like why don't they just have tents or gazebos? Because then they couldn't go outside. Like the thing I think is the water comes and it stays. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. <laughs> 
humans evolve in all sorts of different environments. I'm just saying. Well, at this <laughs> point, we evolved to live off of booze. Once you turn uh, 18, that is. I just um, I think that I like how I, they emphasize there was no underage drinking. Yeah. You've turned 18. What drink do you want? Yeah. Maybe the rules <laughs> are different in Australia. Um, I'll drink to that. <laughs> of course you will. You're an alcoholic. You'll drink to anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as, as if as, as if it's not his fault that his son's an alcoholic. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Nitro. Uh, no, it's like it's hard to Lots say of... idiot of the movie. Yeah. Because like they're really like I think this is one of the few times where I can't really name a particular idiot of the movie. Um, other than maybe Junior Tro. Yeah, I don't know why you haven't said that already. He he got kidnapped as a child. No, he didn't. No, he He didn't get kidnapped. kidnapped. He got got brought back to life. He got brought back to life by somebody. Like, it's not like his parents didn't, like, I don't, it's not like his parents abandoned him on purpose. Like, they thought he died, or he did die, and they got resurrected. Like, well, he was force-fed, like he was brainwashed. uh, Yeah, I guess, but when he's confronted with the truth, he still battles his sister to the death. I mean, like, if you... It's very Darth Vader. Um... Well, I was gonna say it's more like King Arthur and Mordred, right? When, when well, I mean, King because Arthur... of the mask and not being able to understand him, and like the voice, oh. and then like I, I am gonna... your brother, you know. I mean, that's essentially. Well, I was gonna say it's because when King Arthur gets seduced by his sister Morgana, and she yeah. gives birth to his, their illegitimate son Mordred, and he like fights and eventually kills his dad. Like the parallels are there. Have but, we like, ever he... talked about how the King Arthur mythos is just super fucked? Like, uh, no, but we can. We should. <laughs> that's that's like, next level. Yeah. Like, um, I remember like watching the the Excalibur mm. or the Sword in the Stone as a kid, like the the Disney yeah. movie, and you're like, man, oh, this I love is that great. Movie. King yeah. Arthur, he's great. Yeah. You know, and then you watch Excalibur from 1979 <laughs> or whatever with Patrick Stewart, and you're like, this is this is not the same at all. How yeah. many sexual assaults are in this film? <laughs> it's like seven. at least four. No, there's seven. Uh, I, I don't uh, but um, no, I like it's got to be Junior Tro, you know. Just I think by default, yeah, it's he's the villain. Like I'd say, I think that um, <laughs> I think my wise guy of the, the movie, and I, I'm interested to hear your take on this. My wise guy of the movie is Atro. Okay, he survives the post 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 apocalypse. Well, he was in a tent. In he was the only one that was like, maybe he's if I just like, cover my head, <laughs> he lived, and no one else did. And then he hung out. With the pine mutants and was like, "Hey guys," and like kind of semi ran their society. Like, yeah, he made like, out. Like, he has the ultimate redemption arc, right? He <laughs> he is is ungrateful. He feels betrayed by his family because he's not as special, which is very much like a WMD's origin story. He goes, he takes he takes on, uh, he gets his his uh, father Nitro put into Baco but steals his father's prison number, AK-47, in order to take everything he has. <laughs> eventually learns the error of his ways. Or no, eventually gets beat up by Jatro, goes back to Baco, escapes from Baco, and is like, this is way too much. Joins forces with Jatro, Chaiti, Chaitro, all of that. Becomes a good, like he has a full-on redemption arc. And then leads a post-post-post-apocalypse society of mutant pine trees. Name a character that is more wise guy than that. I dare you. Uh, Monsoor Computer. Oh, my God. I have a name. What's your name, computer? Monsieur Computer. (laughs) I I lost it. I lost it. Actually, I take it back. The guy who designed the most complicated, like, spaceship prison possible, knowing 
that eventually the prisoners could escape, right? And so he was like, you know what? If this happens, I'm going to make it to where, like, you've got to, like, you got to... <laughs> First, I'm going to make up some crazy legend about someone being called the duckborn, who's born in the body of a human with the soul of a duck. Holy shit, what is this? A new Elder Scrolls game. Um, and then they make up some crazy legend, right? And then he's like, cool. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a slight copyright infringement. And I'm going to create the Shiro of time with the quad force. Cool. So now two prophecies have to come true, right? You got two of them. And then I'm going to make it to where you've got to go so far in the future for this to take place. Like a hundred years or something? Like something. And Atro's just still chilling. And, And once you get into the future, you have to hike on top. You have to hike to the top of Mount Bitch. At a like at a particular moment during the day, for the prison to appear, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then you have to use the quad force to get into the prison. So that is five steps already. We're at yep. And then you're gonna have then you're gonna have a computer that is formal and speaks French. So that's six, right? And then you got to have the most complicated keyboard imaginable he- in order to it, it, yeah it, yeah you seven yeah. seven okay. different steps to free the prisoners. Whoever designed that. Wise guy of the film. So I guess Jason Trost. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, obviously, Jatro is the most wisest of guys, right? <laughs> is that how this is coming down? Right after, like, Maybe. is he before? <sighs> unrelated. Ask you, unrelated, ask but you, related. No, I'm going to ask you a question okay. real quick. I'm going to ask you a question. Is Jason Trost more or less of a wise guy than Mr. Suits? Um, here's a sports analogy. Oh, give it to me. Okay. I'm, I'm two and a half drinks in. Okay. Give it to me. Um, Jason Trost is like the Dallas Cowboys, right? Like currently or the nineties? No, the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, uh, okay. Like okay. All, all of it. Okay. All, all time Dallas Cowboys. He's had a lot of hit movies, right? A lot of championships, right? In his past and in the middle of his career. And maybe this newer stuff isn't isn't as successful. He doesn't have any championships lately, but he's had some great seasons. Okay, he's had some great seasons, and he's relevant, and he's he's got all the stuff. I, I was just really rooting for a basketball metaphor, but I'm I'm with well, you. Let's keep uh, going. John's Mister John Suits is the Detroit Lions. Oof! Enough said. <laughs> Oof! Still, he's still in the NFL. He's still a franchise. He still plays on Monday night every once in a while. Never made it to a Super Bowl. <laughs> have they never has, made it to a Super Bowl? I ha, ha, don't yeah, know. has had less losing seasons than they have winning seasons. But hey, he's still there. <laughs> and you know what? I've enjoyed a few of their seasons too. So I'm Googling um, it. Okay. <laughs> They've never <laughs> appeared at a Super Bowl. Yeah. Along with the Cleveland Browns, Houston Texans, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, which is really sad because all those franchises are less than 30 years old. <laughs> yeah. My uh, my fam- like my uh, I remember I have a distinct memory as a child visiting my grandfather who I saw like every 5 years or so. Uh and no, they're my my father's side of the family's all from Michigan and he gave us gave me and my brother big inflatable football helmets with the Detroit Lions logos on them. Like, so you could just shame. And we were like, Oh, okay. And my dad was like, Oh yeah, they're Cowboys fans. 
which we weren't really. We're kids. We're just from Texas, so we chose the cow. Like, they don't care. But uh, they, were, they were fun toys, but I just remember the disappointment <laughs> on my grandfather's face. Oh, I mean, oh, he, he okay. liked the wine, so he should be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's used to know, it. Yeah, he's, that's fair. His life has been a disappointment. I was going to give you a basketball reference, but I didn't know how many teams you knew. All of them. Yeah. Or Fair none enough. of them. We'll never know because you didn't do it. Uh, uh, overall, I, I, I think we've we've kind of discussed like how we felt about this movie, how we feel about them all, like, how it fits in the saga. I don't see like the FP doesn't seem to exist anymore. I mean, like the end of the movie, they leave the FP. Like they. Well, he tells them the FP yeah. is, you know, Asgard yeah. is not a place. Asgard is a people. <laughs> Do you think he'll use like I, I? I feel like he'll make another one. Like he kind of teased it. It might be some be a while. He just like uh, as of the time of the filming yesterday, last night at midnight, the crowdfunding for his latest movie, which is completely unrelated to the FP, it is a side-scrolling horror film that takes place on a cruise line, a cruise ship called The Waves of Madness. Uh, <laughs> It made like double. It made more than twice as much money as he asked for on Indiegogo. Excellent. Really happy about it. That should be coming out next year. So that's his next thing. But if, I feel like eventually we're going to see something else in the FP universe. If we see a sequel, do you expect it to have the FP name, or do you think he's going to start with something new or different? Like, what's the n- naming convention here? I don't know. Okay, that's a uh, legitimate answer. That's but fine. like, because I, I think like there was a lot of. I remember. I remember you were telling me like you had some you had an idea or maybe a vague impression that he was going to retire his character or Jatro was going to die or something like that. And I don't necessarily uh, yeah. see like that being the plan. Hmm. I think maybe at some point, you know, I don't know necessarily if it's age or his desire to, you know, he's got a family, you know, he's I think he has sure. an actual kid. Yeah. Um he's got a little 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 tro. A little tro is that word? That's good. Uh, I mean, I don't know their first name. So. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, like maybe he maybe he'll morph into more of the nitro slash KCDC, and he'll bring on like you know he'll have new yeah. beaters. Maybe. Right. I mean, he's our age. He's got plenty of years left to do whatever he wants. Yeah, it's just difficult to raise a family. I mean, and film a movie. Lots and of edit do it. it. Yeah, he's and doing produce so much. It. Yeah, <laughs> I I know that like this might not be his plan or his forte or his idea or or even or what he wants to do. I I would really like to see him act in someone like do work where he's just fulfilling one role. Like I wouldn't. I would watch a J, Jason Trost directed film that does not star Jason Trost. I will be first in line to get that movie or to watch that movie. Um, I would also be first in line to watch a movie that stars him, uh, but isn't directed or produced by him, which I know is, um, I, I feel like he's alluded to that being very difficult to do. Um, when, you, when you don't have control. Well, not just or... the control and whatnot, but like, and he's been in some horror films before, and he, he had that bit role in Studio 666, the, un, the non-speaking role next to, um, oh shoot, Carrie King. Uh, did you ever see Studio 666? No. Nope. You should watch it. Uh, it's really good. Maybe we'll review that in October. You, you know what uh, I think he needs? You know what I think he needs? I I don't know what you think ever. So I'm not saying that Supernatural needs to come back. <laughs> been, speaking of which, I've been watching Supernatural. I just started season three. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Um, a show like Supernatural, like a long serial, right? Yeah. Where Jason Tross shows up. And he's just like he's he's 
uh, a re- he's like a major character for a episode and then just appears later on down the line in a couple of episodes, this is, right? Yeah. So yeah. to build up that filmography and then he eventually shows up as like the female lead's brother in a romantic comedy. No, it could. I think that he's, and this is me putting words in his mouth and me interpreting things. And I could be way off base, but I think he's alluded in the past uh, that the eye patch is a, a bit of a, is a huge obstacle for people to, to put him in things because I mean like, and it's the first question he gets asked in every interview, right? Well, what's with the eye patch? It's like, it's the same thing got, as like somebody has pitch. a he's got a fucking yeah. iPad like yeah. somebody who has a wheelchair or 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 a, a dog that helps them in any way like any other I hate to use the word disability, um, but that's I mean that's technically what it is. Yeah. I think that that's part of it, and I don't you know, and I can understand if he's like you know what screw that I don't want to deal with any of it. I'm I completely support it. If he says no, never, I'm like okay. Do you think he just hates playing a pirate? God, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a serious question, though. I'm serious. Has he ever like, played a pirate? I don't think he's no, ever played one. I mean, no, like, no. It's, I'm asking, like, when he goes to audition, if like when he was younger, and oh, he wanted to, maybe. If he, when he wanted to, like, seriously be an actor, sure. and he'd, like, go into auditions, and they'd be like, well, I don't think you're right for this part, but we could use an extra on Pirates of the Caribbean 7. <sighs> and he's just like, just because I have an eye patch doesn't mean I'm a fucking pirate like yeah, th- that, that was my thing that's a big part of it like, I, i'm sure that's part of it right like the, yeah. like there's there's being typecast because sure. of like there's being typecast and then there's being typecast and they're very they're two very different things well like peter dinklage like yeah plays a lot of you know um s- small person roles but he's also been in a lot of movies where he like just because he's peter dinklage and he's a little person like sure. does, like doesn't mean he plays a little person. It's just he's playing a character who just happens to be whatever, right? Like it made sense when he was in Game of Thrones when he was um whatever Lannister. Well, I mean that was a character, yeah, that Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. It makes sense. Like it makes sense when he's an elf because he's got a he's got to be an angry elf to piss off. Yeah. I cannot you know tell I mean? you how much I enjoyed them talking about dwarves come, showing up and Thor uh, and uh yeah, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, and then him being <laughs> giant, like I loved every moment of that. Um, it's it's just, I don't, I don't want to speak too much for him. I, I just I imagine that's a part of it, and, and kind of I kind of get that feeling. But more power to him. I think um, to compare him to a different filmmaker, Kevin Smith also talked about never wanting to direct or or whatever someone else's movies like he just it felt wrong yeah, sure and then an opportunity came along and he decided to say yes because i mean his life is obviously i mean you can if you look up kevin smith he's had a lot of ups and downs and his he's very open about his his life journey um but he finally did he finally he directed someone else's work and he found that it wasn't what he it was better than he expected he really liked it and he's directed a bunch of tv now and some other things and so i would like to see that kind of that kind of arc for jason trust i think that uh he's an extremely he's an extremely talented actor he's an extremely talented writer he's an extremely talented director and the the sooner the rest of the world knows that the better what and yeah. any any one of those in any order that's that's where i'm at so Fair. uh love this movie uh i liked it more than three I, I I might have liked it more than than two I, or one. I don't know if I liked it more than two. Two's two's really good. Uh, Beats of Rage is a fantastic film, um, but it's up there. Like I think like he ended on a really good note. 
and then the the post there's a post uh, credit scene that I will not I will you know what no spoilers at all for the post credit scene but I laughed and I uh, I hope he does something with it I thought it was really good yeah uh, so so side effect uh, in our chat here. Uh, talking about Kevin Smith not liking his experience with Cop Out. Like, yeah, he didn't like his experience. With, well, he didn't like his experience. I think he didn't like the experience with Bruce Willis. Uh, but I, I heard him talking about it because he's filmed several. He's filmed. Uh, he's directed, I should say, lots of television. Um, I know he did a lot of the DC, like the Arrow or, or Flash stuff. Um, and I think he even showed up in a cameo in one of the one of the Flash episodes. And that's around the time that he was talking about it. Like, oh, I'm, he became becoming open to doing different things. Um but who knows, man? He could feel differently now. It's been 10 years. I don't know. I feel differently. Um, when you were here watching the movie and you talked about how you weren't so sure, kind of like you've already mentioned, like you weren't so sure about the more fantastical sci-fi elements of this movie. Is this your least favorite FP? Like, how do you... I, I, not, no. not to, if you don't want to, don't. But how would you rank these movies? Like, how would you fit this one in, I guess, with the, the entire FP saga, as it were? I, I think I, I made the comment when we watched FP3, but I feel like FP3 is just, it's filler production three. Like there's just, unfortunately, due to the nature of the movie, I there's a lot of scenes that I just didn't like, like um, in terms of, I, I felt like it was not ne- not unnecessary, but um, like I made, like all the the scenes when they go to first person and I feel like, like they're doing the punching with the beat nuts and it just goes on a little too long. Mm. And when they're flying around in the, the booze spaceships, like those sequences happen. Like it's just a little, like there's just almost too much of the unnecessary scenes in my opinion. Um, no, FE three is my least favorite out of all of them. Oh really? So it, I, I kind of gave my, my rundown and I guess I did say that as well, but it's still fantastic. It's like, yeah, this is an eight. This is a nine. This is a nine and a half, and this is a ten. They're all amazing, and I think uh, that there's a lot of. Well, I think there's a lot of payoff. I feel like FP three set up FP four both plot wise and character wise with with all of the main characters with Chai Chai Tro Chai T Jaytro very very well. Like I did a great job of pushing those characters to where he wanted them to be for this uh, at the moment finale. Sure. Uh, I was I was really really impressed of how he was able to pull everything off, but I understand. I mean, obviously, not I agree, but it's still an eight out of ten. It's still fantastic. It's still a lot of fun. I wouldn't skip it. Like you couldn't skip it, really, right? Like it's not it's not Tokyo Drift. You don't just go meh as uh, you're watching movies. How dare you? Easily, <laughs> easily, Chris. Easily, every Tokyo, time I watch those Tokyo movies, Tokyo Drift's like the second best of those movies. No, it's not. It's the only one with a coherent plot. <laughs> Did you, have you seen Too Fast, Too Furious? Do yeah, you not, that's. I mean, I come said, on. I, I said what I said. I, I. Okay. It's 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 fast. It's the Fast and the Furious. Then it's Tokyo Drift, and then all the other ones in whatever order you want to give them. Really, that's but, the order you're going to do it? Yeah. I I'm going to go uh, seven, two one four, five six eight, no five ten six eight three nine. Look, we're not the stupid, ridiculous action movie franchise-wise guys. We're the sci-fi-wise guys. So this is outside of area of expertise. Did you know that the Mexican version of that movie is called Los Bandoleros? That actually makes it... That's a better... They should just call it that in English. That's a rad name. Do it. That's awesome. <laughs> um, uh, side effect is right. It is a bit sci-fi now. So maybe... You know what? 
whenever no. we need to jump the shark, we'll watch 12 movies in a row and do reviews. Uh, yes, they did go to space. I mean, just because you go to space doesn't mean people it's science go, fiction. People are in space right now. That's yeah, not necessarily science fiction. I am in space right now. No, don't be pedantic. <laughs> uh, I'm an astronaut people right are, now. Sorry, people are in orbit <laughs> literally right now. Yeah. Look, it took three movies for them to go to space and the FP saga. It took nine movies for them to get there in the Fast and Furious saga. Which is better? <laughs> Look, uh, we're going to continue F- <laughs> J-Cho July uh, with Corona House, the last J-Cho work that we have not seen. Luckily, he's making a new movie for next year. It'll be awesome. Uh, Corona House is a sequel. It is a, oh, sorry, it's a television series uh, with 10 to 20 minute long episodes. Uh, I believe there's 10 episodes. I'm double checking because I didn't do my research. Yes, there's 10 episodes, or excuse me, 12 episodes. Uh, Comes out to be uh, about three hours of content. Uh, It is a sequel to Wet and Reckless, which might be my favorite Jason Trost movie, like over the FP. It is ridiculous. Uh, I will actually be re-watching Wet and Reckless before watching Corona House. I encourage you to do the same, Chris. In fact, if you want to come over and watch it, uh, please. Uh, which is the one that has the Indiana Jones? That's Wet and Reckless movie poster. That's Wet and Reckless. Yeah, it is. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah very deceitful movie poster. In fact, <laughs> <laughs> I was Wet like, and Reckless is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It, yeah. It's. I think your only complaint about the movie was that it needed more money, just a little bit higher budget. And I, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, sure. I just, well, sure. I mean, my complaint was that the budget, the lack of budget distracted me. Like sure. that was my complaint. Not that sure. it needed more money. It's just that it was very apparent <laughs> that there was a lack of uh, budget. Side so. That movie is not for you. The movie was amazing. It's for yeah, everyone. Well, I, side effect. Uh, yeah, I guess you didn't like, you are not for the movie is yeah. what you're trying to say. Yeah. I'm, but I'm, I'm, uh, it's time to sign off. I'm getting, I'm getting, which uh, is showing some animosity towards the fans and the listeners. Uh, if if anyone has anything to suggest for us to watch or review that is not Jason Tross related, because we've we're gonna do it. Um, <laughs> hold on, are you just gonna ban him? Um, I gotta, I gotta. Sorry, everyone who's listening right now. I'm gonna. You're feeding the. You're literally feeding the trolls. That's what you're doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, I had to ban somebody in chat for being a little shit. Uh, if you have anything to suggest, any straight-to-stream, B-movie, independent science fiction, whether it's short films, full feature films, television, whatever, please send it, send us uh, your suggestions. Send us send it our way. I'm not drunk. Uh, SciFiWiseGuys at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on uh, social media at SciFiWiseGuys. You can find our, our Discord link there as well. We have a suggestions channel full of everything anyone suggests. It ends up there eventually. Uh, we really appreciate it. It makes it a lot easier for us to choose what to watch next. Uh, just please include how we can watch it, where we can watch it. Uh, it makes it, makes it a, that much easier. Stay healthy. Stay boozed up. And just remember... Never be ignorant and get your goals accomplished. Thanks, guys. Bye. I unbanned Josh before I forgot. <laughs> Ban him. I, I did.